how dangerous is it really an enlarged prostate? Am I really at a higher risk for prostate cancer? What if it's not causing my urinary problems? An enlarged prostate, how serious is it? That's our focus for today's episode. Let's go. Welcome to the Dr. Geo Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Geo, where it is my full intention to help you with your urological function and how to live better with age. Today, the conversation is, how serious is an enlarged prostate? I mean, do I need to get this checked out? Do, you know, I don't have any symptoms, so should I just get it checked to see if it's enlarged? And what's the use of that, right? So the name for an enlarged prostate, the technical name, and I think it's important for you to know, not to geek out, but (laughs) you're going to see this. And here the name is uh, BPH which stands for benign prostatic hypertrophy, right? So that's just a fancy medical name for an enlarged prostate. And I think there's a lot of confusion as it relates to the, the prostate as a whole, and certainly uh, a lot of confusion, uh, confusion with an enlarged prostate. So let's unpack this a little bit. A normal-sized prostate... Uh, Depends on age, but let's just say it's about 30 grams, which is roughly about the size of a walnut. So kids, maybe my 10-year-old son's prostate is the size of a decent-sized bean. The size of an adult prostate, a normal size, is about, about the size of a walnut. So we said, what, 30 grams, right? That's what we said. Well... <laughs> I've literally have seen a prostate that's 300 grams. So it's like 10 times as much, right? 10 times bigger. And that's like 300 grams is, you know, small to medium-sized orange. So, so what? What's, what's a big deal? I mean, I have a large prostate. Well, is it a big deal? And what do we do about it? The, the problem here is that every time that someone is diagnosed, a man is diagnosed with an enlarged prostate, the thought process is, well, then all your urinary symptoms are a result of that enlarged prostate. Because your prostate is so big, that's a huge problem, no pun intended, and you need to treat it. And that's why you're having urinary frequency, urinary urgency, your stream is slow, you're waking up five times a night. That can be the case, by the way, for sure. The one indication, the one main indication that, yep, it may be the prostate is a slower stream because there's some inhibition of the flow of the stream, right? So there's there's an obstruction somewhere in the urinary pathway. And women, they don't have a prostate and women don't suffer for the most part of, you know, from slow stream, a weakness in stream. So if there's a slow stream, that is the main indication that there is an obstruction and it might be not always the case. It might be the fact that the prostate is enlarged. Let's unpack that a little bit more, right? You with me? Let's, let's unpack that a little bit more because it turns out that from the bladder, right? So the bladder sits right on top of the prostate and there's a tube that goes right through the prostate that brings out the urine and the semen. 
right? The tube is called the urethra. The obstruction can be from the area where the bladder meets the prostate. So it could be from that area. It could be just squeezing of the prostate, despite the fact that the prostate is small. So you could have a 20-gram prostate, so that's a small prostate, but still squeeze the urethra. You can have a big prostate and not squeeze the urethra. The issue is the obstruction and the squeezing. And that's it. There could be a urethral stricture, which is some sort of tissue that's developed in the urethra, right? Some dead tissue that keeps developing and it closes in that pathway, causing a problem to urinate, a weaker stream. But Dr. Gio, oh man, I woke up this morning and I had to be there for a long time. I was there for three minutes. But then after that first pee, you know, my stream is very good. It's always that morning pee. Is that a problem? It may or may not be. For many people that I see, we treat it naturally. It's not a, a huge problem necessarily. Sometimes that morning pee for many reasons or that pee in the middle of the night is slow. It seems like the urinary system is still a little sluggish, right? It's still sort of half asleep. It takes a little longer. I don't always think that is a result of the prostate. That first morning pee. Now, if you come and tell me, Dr. Gio, I'll tell you, uh, my stream is slow all the time. Morning, afternoon, night. Well, then that's a different conversation. Then we're probably talking about some sort of obstruction that we need to pay attention to. Speaking of prostate cancer, I do want to talk about our sponsor for today, which is the Exo Prostate Test, Exo DX Test. Amazing test. It's a urine test. For most people, most men do not want a biopsy, right? So what are the tools that is not dependent on the PSA test to prevent from getting a biopsy or at least an unnecessary biopsy? Such a test is the Exo DX Prostate Test which is an assessment tool that you can get at home or you can ask your urologist for it in the office where you pee in a cup and it does not require a prostate massage or a digital rectal exam. It's a urine test, non-PSA dependent, that gives you a number and your practitioner and the two of you can make a decision based on that number if you need a prostate biopsy or not. So that's the ExoDX test, our sponsor for today and a test that I use almost every day of my clinical life. So is having an enlarged prostate a problem? It depends. Big prostates that I see that where they do have urinary problems is not always the prostate. Remember, the bladder also plays a role and sometimes there's overactive bladder involved. Sometimes there's a combination of overactive bladder and prostate. Sometimes there's urinary retention because, yes, something is impinging or closing in on the urethra and there's backflow of urine in the bladder and that's causing uh, havoc in the bladder. That's causing the bladder to kind of misbehave and not work properly, right? Because how it works in a normal situation is that there's beautiful synergy between the bladder and the prostate. Bladder squeezes, prostate opens. Bladder squeezes, prostate opens. Bladder, and that's beautiful synergy. The problems occur when there is dissynergy, where the bladder squeezes and the prostate doesn't open, or they're not in sync. Right? It's not. It's not happening smoothly, where the squeezing and the opening of the of the prostate it's occurring. 
So, and that oftentimes is a neuropathic problem. That's a problem with the nervous system that innervates the bladder and the prostate. Right? So, the urinary problems that occur in men, it, it's not always related to the prostate, even if there's an enlarged prostate. And sometimes, honestly, some of the medications and prescriptions that are out there to reduce the size of the prostate, I think they're uncalled for and they cause other issues and hormonal issues. I wrote an article on drgeo.com. Turns out that one of the few podcasts that I listen to uh, when I have time is Tim Ferriss' podcast. And he interviewed a really an amazing interview of this man who's almost 90 years old. Amazing interview. Really inspirational. I mean, strong voice, the interviewer, uh, the interviewee, Tim was uh, interviewing. Anyway, as an aside, he said, you know, Tim asked Emil, you have this great hair. Wow. How can, you know, at 90 years old, your hair is so great? Well, the, the, the person said, um, it's probably a result as a, a very nice side effect from a drug that I use, call, uh, that I use called finasteride. So finasteride is a drug that makes the prostate smaller, right? Because it blocks the formation of a particular hormone from testosterone called DHT. So it blocks that from happening. There is no DHT. And as a result of that, the prostate gets a little smaller by about 20%. Okay. But the hair component of that story is that too much DHT seems to induce hair loss, at least in the scalp, and cause uh, male pattern baldness. So this gentleman, great interview, by the way, suggested, you know, that's why I have this gray hair. But the problem with these drugs called 5-alpha reductase inhibitors are that just because one has a big prostate, it doesn't mean that that's causing the urinary symptoms. So they get on these drugs and the urinary symptoms do not resolve because that's not the cause. And now... In many people, there's something called post-finasteride syndrome, um, where they're having a sexual dysfunction, depression, and all these other problems. And again, that happens to a few people, not certainly not everyone, but you can read about post-finasteride uh, syndrome, which is um, out there. So, I, so that's the problem with thinking that the blad- an enlarged bladder is causing the urinary problems and then they get uh, prescribed to dutasteride or finasteride or any of these drugs that may cause hormonal imbalances in the body and feminizing effects. And, you know, not, I don't know too many men that want uh, these feminizing effects. So enlarged prostate does not always induce the urinary symptoms that you're trying to avoid. All right, Dr. Gio, but man, I know that if my prostate gets big, oh, I think that I'm going to get more prostate cancer. No. (laughs) No, no, you're not. One thing is not linked to the other at all. Okay? So an enlarged prostate is not linked to prostate cancer. Okay, so what there has to be, if I have a prostate that's the size of an orange, that has to cause some problem. Not really. Unless that enlarged prostate is causing, or yours is causing, urinary problems, which it can. One caveat is that if the prostate, I'm talking about a small orange, let's say it becomes a big orange, right? Let's say it becomes, you know, three, 400 grams. Well, the, there are nerves around the prostate that innervate the penis, right? So if these nerves impinge or obstruct the flow of that nerve, to the penis, then it can cause uh, erectile dysfunction. So that's possible, okay? 
and in some other instances for neuropathic, so for reasons that are more related to the nervous system that causes an enlarged prostate, sometimes in those scenarios, that can cause urinary problems, which there are treatments like, and we're going to have a whole episode on treatments for, for an enlarged prostate. I'm going to have a, um, an amazing guest on on the topic, but there's a treatment called periphery arterial embolism, which is not done by a urologist. It's called PAE, not done by a urologist. It's done by a radiation interventionist, something for you to look up. And drgeo.com, I wrote about PAE not that long ago. So you can read about that there. And I'm going to interview an expert on that. Bottom line, enlarged prostate, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, not a problem for most people, I should say. It could be a problem for some. Um, it, it's not connected to prostate cancer. So next time you go to your urologist and they say, well, listen, let me prescribe these drugs. I want you to have better questions. And this is not to be confrontational with your urologist. You get nowhere with that. Okay. Good question. Well, I have an enlarged prostate. I have urinary, urinary problems. You're prescribing finasteride, dutasteride. Other drugs, by the way, are probably fine. Um, tam- tamsulosin as an example may be helpful but the bottom line is how do you know Dr. Uh, Smith that because my prostate is enlarged that that's causing my urinary problems and that's the issue that we should address is there evidence for that what they'll do in an office is a post residual uh, uh, PVR uh, a post void residual so they'll do an ultrasound after you go pee to see how much urine you have in your bladder after you're already evacuated, okay? You can ask them, how do we know that it's due to an enlarged prostate? And what are the better drugs that are not 5-alpha reductase inhibitors? That's a technical term, but things like finasteride and dutasteride. And ask them about it. Look, I heard this interview with Tim and I said, well, you know, there you go. This man is 90 years old and it's almost like I'll, I'll drink what he's drinking because he's uh, he's rocking it and he sounds good and he seems like he's very successful. But I don't know that for many people is the right approach, right? So those are the questions you need to ask. And of course, my PSA is high. Can that be from the fact that I have an enlarged prostate? In other words, I just don't want to go for an, a, a prostate biopsy, which is invasive if I don't have to. How can we determine if my high PSA, my elevated PSA, is a result of having an enlarged prostate? You know, I trust this episode is helpful and I bring the goods every single time. Keep living your best life with age. Keep tuning in. I want to ask you to sign up to the platform where you listen to this podcast and give me a like if you think I've earned it and a comment. It really does help get the message across. Okay? This is Dr. Geo. Signing off. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Geo Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five-star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify, as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in the world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. And now for a brief disclaimer. 
This podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor-patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.